Hi, and welcome to a very special SEPAD pod. The Sectarianism Proxies and Desectarianization podcast are based at Lancaster University. I'm Simon Maybon, and today I'm joined by Edward Wasnidge, co-director of SEPAD. And what we're going to do over the next 20 minutes or so is, is talk a little bit about what we've been doing over the past year and and some of the key lessons that, that we've taken out of what we've done. Eddie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege to be part of a very special podcast. I like the way you phrase that. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I appreciate your time as always. Um, I'm really, really pleased that, that you've been involved in this. It's it's taken it to a whole new level, and I'm excited to just sort of sit and reflect on on what we've been doing. I guess over the past year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's flown by for me. It has, it has. It feels like yesterday. I was, I was sat in my in my garden in the sun in August when you asked me to come aboard on this. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm very glad I did. It was, a, it was a very fortuitous meeting that we had back in DC in, in April uh, when you were putting your bid in for this thing, and, and here we are over a year later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we've got Peter Mandeville to thank, I guess, for 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 pulling all of this together, for putting us in contact, and. Uh, and, and organizing that wonderful Brookings event. So yeah, um, Eddie, I guess I guess we should start back in September then, should we, with the the launch event in in London at the Work Foundation? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I mean, that was that was that was a, a great you know big bang to start it with. I mean, to have two events well yeah we had well we had kind of three really in, in, in a way because we, we had the sort of uh, the opening uh, where you launched it at, at the Work Foundation uh, and that was where you managed to pull a really great bunch of scholars together which which for me actually you know if we're talking about reflecting the successes of this year and I know you're very humble so I will happily uh, <laughs> the successes here then on our behalf but I mean you know to, to, for, to, to get that group of scholars together that that, that you did uh, was, was was wonderful and it was a really good sort of way to start it and, and to start the kind of collaborative ethos which I think that this this whole project tries to engender so that was that was excellent um and great to meet many you know faces um and then afterwards obviously we had you know a, a really interesting meeting with with some some very important political people which was, yeah. which, was which was great i mean i got to i got to you know sit next to norman lamont you know i <laughs> had been seeing him on spitting image when i was a kid you know? <laughs> yeah 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 but like you know i mean obviously he's a, he's a you know politician of some standing but uh, yeah so it was quite a surreal moment for me um, and it just shows you know the, the, the seriousness actually in which you know uh, people who are involved in, in you know Middle Eastern politics in this country you know took took the initiative so credit to you for organising that one well credit for that because I wasn't there at that point well you you participated in it of course you gave a a fascinating paper in the first panel of the day and I think that that really set the tone we as you say we had some wonderful people involved and uh, for me personally I've thoroughly enjoyed working with these these high-grade scholars people who were leading lights in the field essentially and it was it was fantastic to get so many of them in in one room on on what was i think the 11th of september last year it was it was there was a big uh well there was a big it was there's a big uh brexit thing happening in parliament because we were supposed to be decamping to parliament and we were yeah 
been to some other kind of committee room somewhere. It was all very grand and nice. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, I mean, nearly a year ago. But yeah, like you say, the the, 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 the level of scholarship there was great. And, and the, the, the sort of plurality of views and the diversity. I mm. mean, you know, I remember when Toby Dodge, Melissa, um, he, you know, he starts, you know, he throws Gramsci in there straight away. And, you know, <laughs> and analysis which you know kind of really takes it to another level you know I mean it's far beyond my limited theoretical means but excellent really really good you know really really good stuff really groundbreaking work yeah that's been one of the interesting sub themes that that has been running across the the project this this sort of theoretical plurality not just in terms of the the traditional approaches to sectarian politics and and geopolitics but uh, but totally Toby's uh, Bourdieuian analysis and and Basel Salouk's Gramscian approach, Helen Malmvig's uh, post-structuralism, and yeah, it's been fascinating to to throw all these different theoretical positions into the mix. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm, I'm definitely learning a lot. It's really, it's, it's really useful for me. And the thing is, I mean, as someone who, I mean, this is my own, uh, you know, I uh, don't mean to get too reflective on this. We did this in the last podcast we did. But, you know, as, as, as an academic who always suffers from the usual imposter syndrome that many do and, you know, worries about their own, you know, lack of theoretical depth, I always find it, this is just a reflective point, but I always find it so much easier to grasp a lot of these very big, you know, kind of ideas when they're rooted in something I understand, i.e. The, the politics that are regional or rector on or whatever. You know, so it's actually like a really interesting uh, exercise in applied theorising for me, you know, which is which is very useful for my own kind of academic and intellectual development as well, you know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, definitely. In a huge amount. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's been a, a great experience so far, yeah. Yeah, I, I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've learned a hell of a lot from from people, from luminaries working on the region to to also the the sort of the theoretical side of things, like you say. And again, as someone who who routinely has this this academic imposter syndrome, it's it's really good to to just get there and and talk to people about about the complex theoretical stuff that they're doing and how it's applied. I mean, it brings it to life, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. It does, and and uh, that, that you know you get people who are. I mean, this is. I mean, I'm, I'm jumping forward a bit now to to our you know the, our, our workshop that we did in April, which we I'm sure we'll come back to. But you know, it was something I was chatting to um, one of our participants about. You know, who comes from very much an area studies background. You know, which is again is, is a bit like myself, and 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 you know and to, to have that kind of cross pollination. You know, people who might be working more in a kind of religious studies domain or more in area studies kind of tradition, or then you know real. Kind kind of proper theoretical IR you know it's just uh, it's very rich and you know the, the intersections of all these ideas is, is where where the magic happens and it, it is happening yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 wonderful to watch it all happen. It's wonderful to to have the resources to be able to bring so many fantastic people together and and to watch all of this happen. Yeah. And it's it's been it's been wonderful. And people have been so very kind and generous with their time and uh, and and with their 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 comments on the project. Yeah. So we um we, we took the September event and then we, uh, we we turned it into a report. The report was published by the Foreign Policy Center. It features contributions from from the people who were participating in the event on the 11th. And 
we've got a, a number of really exciting pieces, short pieces from from top grade scholars looking at how the rivalry between Riyadh and Tehran is playing out and shaping shaping politics across the region. And then we launched that in Parliament. Yeah, exactly. Which was bonkers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, first time I'd done anything of, of, of that nature, <laughs> you know, in Parliament. So um, that was that was a, that was a real highlight, definitely. And you know, we had we had a good we had a good attendance there. The room yeah. was full. And she wants everyone got through security. <laughs> well, that was the the other Brexit event as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. There was a vote, wasn't there? I mean, we had to lose. Did we not have to lose one of our participants? I think we had- lost our chair. Yeah, our chair had to go off and vote, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there were there were horrific issues with security getting in. Um, we've been plagued by Brexit. Yeah. Of exactly. course, we are not alone in this regard, but uh, yeah. Um, the, the thing that struck me, and whenever I go into Parliament, I'm always struck by this, but the, the committee room that we were in was just in the Commons, not even in the Lords. It, it didn't have wallpaper. It had fabric. It had some type yeah. of cloth on the wall. Yeah, yeah, you can see why that bill is ever increasing for the. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, very sumptuous. And as, uh, as someone from the sort of the mean streets of Doncaster, if you will, the <laughs> um, the idea of using fabric on the walls is is somewhat um, odd. Let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're insulating your shed or something. Yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, I digress. That was a a really, really, really good event. I mean, you know, and again, it was was the the great thing about uh, writing something, I think, you know, for for a kind of, uh, that was more of a policy angle as well. Uh, Again, this is, you know, we've talked about the kind of theoretical and and, um, methodological if you will, plurality of that the scholars bring, but also, you know, the kind of um, different types of outputs, I think, is, is is really important in a project like this as well, because you need to speak to lots of people, because we, we, you know, we're not just offer, operating in some, you know, rarefied atmosphere, you know, we, 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 these are real world issues, real world yeah. problems, and that's what we want to ground um, our research in, that's what it is grounded in, and, and so doing something that's um, more sort of policy orientated and 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 at least aimed at that kind of community, I think is really important, isn't it, to broadcast? Yes, yeah, certainly. And and hopefully this is a means through which we can share some of the work that that people are doing with 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 others who might not necessarily have been aware of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, which is that. really exciting. And I mean, editing that report was was really fascinating. I thoroughly enjoyed doing that, and and just going through this in detail and seeing the th- the thought processes that people were putting into to understanding how this this rivalry, this increasingly uh, toxic rivalry, is shaping shaping regional politics. Yeah, but yeah. the comparative nature of that as well, which was absolutely fantastic. That's good. That's that's the great thing about that report, and obviously, what again? We'll, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but the the subsequent output from that, which will be our edited volume, yes, uh, is that you know we are we are looking um, that there is a, 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 a you know a comparative element in there because we're looking at how this rivalry between Iran and Saudi Arabia, and first you know, plays out in these multiple spatial you know contexts and in, in, the, in the different countries in question, which I think is is um, really important and very timely 
differently yeah. and there's a real need for you know for us to understand what's going on there yeah sure and i think what we've we've certainly tried to do is move beyond this simplistic analysis of the rivalry between the two is either a consequence purely of of ancient hatreds and this long-standing sectarian animosity or indeed a consequence of pure power politics we've tried to to, to offer a slightly more nuanced approach that takes into account both absolutely absolutely and you know i think that is core to actually what the entire project if we, we sort of step out uh, just from the rivalry even and, and think about i mean because i think you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call anyone out here it's not that kind of podcast you know exactly we're, we're, yeah that, but you know you see occasional snooty comments and i'm talking about the you know the hellhole that is Twitter on, <laughs> on, uh, you know I'm fed up of sectarian this and sectarian that and I, and I get people's frustration with, with the term sectarian and sectarianism, sectarianization, whatever because you know it is uh, used in a simplifying way and in a very you know, often primordialist way which is you know lacks complete understanding however I think what people may misunderstand in what this project is trying to do is the whole point of complexifying and understanding and deconstructing all of these issues, we're trying to challenge all of these assumptions here you know just because there's sectarianism in the title of this it, uh, you know it doesn't mean that you know we're a bunch of people that subscribe to you know sectarian identities being yeah. you know the all and end all of, of what's going on in the region um uh, it'd be foolish to, to, to think that so uh, i think that's a really important aspect of, of what we're trying to do and, and another elements of it like you know the term proxy yeah i mean you know, we, we've done a lot of work ourselves haven't we on talking about this and it, it kind of keeps coming up you know i doing an interview with someone the other day and, and they were sort of talking about proxies and i said well hang on a minute you just need to step back from this because you're blindly accepting this you know or the position that there's some accepted orthodoxy about so and so is so and so's proxy and, and these are these are vastly more complex you know interrelationships and networks you know and, and there's things that you know i've you know tried to explore in, in stuff that we're doing so um i think that's a really important aspect of, of the work of this project and, and something I'm, I'm really proud of because it's you know it's taken that kind of critical approach um yeah, and, and doing some good stuff with it. Yeah, I, I think so, and that that obviously comes out when we when we talk about a, a workshop that we held in in April, was it? I, yeah, I, I'm losing track of days here, Eddie. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. We, we had a yeah. bunch of really, really fascinating people come up to Lancaster in, in late April and, and we organised an event trying to critically reflect on, on this idea of, of proxies and, and networks, sort of trying to move beyond some of the long-standing assumptions about X as a, sort of, as a direct sponsor or, or, uh, or an actor of Y or, um, yeah. or these causal relationships that are actually far more complex than than prima facie explorations would suggest absolutely yeah and that's what hopefully you know our let's get a little plug in for our forthcoming special issue of global <laughs> that's exactly what we're going to do with that and you know we've got great scholars you know working on, on a whole range of, of different kind of case studies um, you know from Lebanon to Yemen to, to Pakistan Bahrain you know a really really good good stuff in there um, and you know and, and it's been actually really interesting yeah playing with those ideas you know it, it, you know in writing our you know joint introduction that we're doing to a special edition it's, it, it's really that that's that's a great space to flesh these things out um uh you know and i really like that process of, of you know pulling kind of 
nice little bespoke workshop together. I mean, you know, conferences are great and they're very inclusive and it's wonderful. But when you've got, you know, a focused, targeted little issue like that that you really want to explore and pick apart, you get great people together, which we did. You get great papers out of it. And it's a pleasure, really, to, to do the editing. You know, it's, it's, it's not a chore at all. You're, you're looking at this great work and seeing how it all connects and, 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 and you know, bringing all that work together. It's, it's you know, it's, it's a real it's a privilege. To be exactly. Honest, yeah. yeah, it really is. And, and again, I've learned so much from from sitting in that workshop that was so stimulating. I'm really exciting for, excited for, for people to read this special issue of Global Discourse, which will be out later this year, I believe. I'm really, really looking forward to that because there's so, so much rich material in there. There is, there is, there's loads, and 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 also, I mean, I'm just I'm thinking of another event in April. You, you had your 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 first conference, of course, at Lancaster Cephad Conference, uh, which I'm sure you were you were planning on coming to at some point. So forgive me for jumping the gun on that, but again, you know, bigger in scale. But I mean, so much good work there. I mean, all sorts. Of, I mean, I couldn't see everything. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was just a one day conference, um, you know. But you had, I think, three parallel sessions each. You know, each time and yeah um, great stuff and, and very good representation from from early career scholars phd students but you had you know some some great people invited there you know morton Balbion and 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 nada hashimi and and some some big names as well you know and, and it was some really inspiring stuff so it was, it was a really good cross-section stuff. yeah and i think this is a really good opportunity to just flag up the work that that some of the the phd fellows have been doing and we've been really lucky i in particular have been really lucky that we've got a really excellent group of of people who've been uh, been involved as sepad fellows phd fellows and people who are working on the project at lancaster and, and it's them who were really directly responsible for organizing this conference so uh anna kumarasami elias Razel, um samira nazirzadeh all have had such a big role in, in making that, that conference come off. They're working very hard on trying to get an edited collection out of it. And, and that will have a wonderful representation from early career researchers, people who are either in the process of doing their PhD or having recently finished it, people who've spent a long time doing this cutting edge research that is, is absolutely fantastic and really wonderful. And that's the thing. It, I mean, and it's those it's, it's those people who are at the cutting edge. You know, you say this to PhD students all the time, you know, but yeah. you know, and, and they're generally, you know, wonderful, humble scholars. You know, won't think that, but they are at the cutting edge. They're doing the most cutting edge stuff. You know, uh, I wouldn't say we're that long in the tooth yet ourselves, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, the teeth feel longer every day, Eddie. But. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, but but you know, I mean, yeah, the, it, I really do respect what they're doing and, and their energy exactly in putting that together is fantastic. Um, and 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 it's been you know that that's been a really good feature of this. And and uh, I just want to give a little shout out, obviously, to uh, to, to Hadra as well. This, this yes, of course. Because that's been that's that that's a really good output and, and a way of, of getting again young scholars, primarily from from the Middle East, you know, as well to, to, to share their ideas. I mean, what, what was the sort of thinking behind that um, in terms of putting that out there? So the idea behind Hadra was well, it was Ibrahim Halawi's idea, and and Ibrahim is is a, such a wonderful person. I'm so very pleased that he's on board with with what we're doing here with Sepad, and and he thought that we've got this project. 
and that we could do a little bit more to create create a space and opportunity for scholars in the region and people from the region more broadly to share some of their lived experiences of, of the, the debates that we're talking about. So, for example, what does someone in Beirut feel about these these ideas of, of sectarianism? What what does someone in, in Baghdad or Manama actually think about an experience with regard to some of the things that we're talking about intellectually? Yeah. And, and there's no sort of there's no prerequisites in terms of it has to relate to particular theoretical methodological approaches. It's just about lived experience. And that was absolutely central to, to Ibrahim's idea. And I think it's it's absolutely fantastic. I'm really pleased that that we've got that. We've had some really exciting pieces. And I know that, that Ibrahim has got a lot more up his sleeve in terms of, of what's to follow. Yeah, fantastic. And that, that is so important. That's a really important part of what we're trying to do as well, because you know, I'm very conscious, and again, probably far too self-aware of this. But you know, we are two white British men in the northwest yeah. of England, as you said the other day, talking about this. <laughs> you know, so um, uh, you know, the, 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 this uh, project has, uh, since its inception, sought to be as inclusive as possible, and I think that's a very clear and, and, and positive and constructive articulation. Yeah, that. and I, I think we have to be. There's so much powerful wonderful stimulating work being done by by people across the world and and if if one of Sepad's contributions is to create a space where some of this can be heard where it might not necessarily have been heard otherwise then then i'm absolutely ecstatic for that yeah 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 it should be a really important job yeah definitely so on the on the sort of engagement front eddie i'd just like to talk a little bit about one of the things that i've enjoyed most of all about this project and that's the sepad pods yeah um i i realized that pretty much after recording every single one i go on twitter and i say i've just recorded an episode with with so and so and it's fascinating it's stimulating it's one of my favorite yet and and (laughs) i mean it yeah. I mean yeah. it. After every single episode, I, I I come away from from my homemade studio, and I think, wow, that's that's amazing. I've loved it. Absolutely loved every second of it, and I've learned so much about about the region, about the the study of the region, about the methodological issues, about the epistemological issues, about the the ethics of it, about about everything, and about people. Yeah, absolutely. And this is the thing. I, what I mean, you know, as, as I mentioned earlier, what I gained from it actually, I mean, mine ended up becoming some ridiculous kind of very personal, reflective piece about my positionality and all that. And it, you know, it said more about me probably than my research. But, but you know, that there's a lot of diversity in in in, in the responses you get because you know you often well, you, you always start with this kind of big question of, of what got people into it, and sometimes that will elicit you know quite an instrumental response. Sometimes it will elicit a very sort of deeply personal or or, or you know some about someone's biography will come out or whatever yeah and that's that's really nice and it's always a really nice starting point because you get to you know sort of see behind behind the academic a little bit as well and i i think it, yeah it's just it's really good to sort of reflect on on your own practice on your own work in this way because it, it's it, it's doing it in a kind of dialogical way you know you're, you're, you're in, in in conversation um it's, it's it's a different space you know it's not a kind of formal academic conference space it's not seeing a colleague and having a chat i mean it's a bit more like seeing a colleague to be honest and having a chat over coffee on on campus or wherever you make yeah. work or it's kind of like that it feels 
well for me anyway and I'm sure for many other contributors it's, it's, it feels relaxed it feels you know uh, just just a good chance to reflect on, on what you're doing and, and the things that are important to you so um, and, and how many hits have we got now on this there's, there's been a lot right so on SoundCloud and I, I'm struggling to track the the listens on on other other platforms but on SoundCloud we hit the 6,000 listen mark quite recently which is quite exciting And, yeah. and some great and brilliant scholars you've, you've managed to get on there, you know, and I would encourage anyone who's out there listening, please, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> you know, to, 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 you know, be responsive to our advances because it's it's a very interesting, pleasant, nice experience. You know, I well, I should say, Eddie, that, that people have been absolutely incredible. I've only had one rejection thus far. From everyone that I've reached out to, and I think I've done about sixty of them thus far, and I've had one rejection. We shan't name and shame them. No, no, definitely <laughs> not. But not, not about that. This is about doing academia in a different way. Exactly, and it's it's been just wonderful to talk to people. I, I've I've spoken with people whose work I've been reading ever since I I got interested in this field. Mm-hmm. And I spoke about about what was driving them. I, I learned so much about their own sort of inspirations, and uh, I think one of my favourites was was Maria Louise Klassen, who who pointed out that she was inspired to to embark on a career in academia because of Indiana Jones. <laughs> Excellent, <laughs> which is 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 classic. Loved it. I don't quite see the link, but um, well. Uh- I guess uh, an academic roaming around and, well, let's leave aside the, the critical reflection on Indiana Jones. But, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. And, and another bizarre reflection is the number of people who started out in in the hard sciences, in, in maths or physics or engineering, and then found their way into into social sciences and politics and, and the Middle East. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. It, it, that, that's the nice thing about them is, is hearing that kind of, uh, you know, a bit of a biographical sort of information, um, which I do think can elicit some kind of more reflective statements sometimes. I mean, again, just drawing on my own personal experience when I did it with you, you know, we, we, we ended up talking so much about kind of geography in space because I started off doing a geography degree, you know, and then kind of came more into into politics. And, you know, that, that, that does make you kind of reflect on your own practice and, and some of the kind of very core fundamental things that drive you. And you know, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to apply, uh, you know, engineering or, or, or hard science methods in what you're doing. But I mean, it's, it's part of your story and it's, and that's always interesting yeah yeah definitely and I think that that's right it's people's stories and I I love stories I've I've got a real interest in in stories and the construction of stories and maybe I've got that and I'm, I'm sort of pushing that agenda when I'm recording these because I want to hear people's stories but but I've learned a lot through their storytelling if you will and thoroughly enjoyed it along the way yeah yeah no it's been a it's been a great feature of it actually work well thank you very much and we've got we've got many more to come um i've got some interesting ideas uh some more sort of round table type discussions and yeah, yeah really excited about that there's all sorts of possibilities with this i mean whether we'll have the market for it who knows but i mean you know we could have we could have all sorts of different sidetracks coming from the sepad pods you know we could have a music one we could have a, a sepad film review program we could have a, <laughs> Uh, you know, a comedic one. In fact, actually, you know, you should get. I mean, uh, is is we should get 
um, Karl Remarks, as his Twitter handle is. On, on <laughs> well, that'd be very interesting. And uh, yeah, let's see what we can do. Yeah, yeah. And I know we've been talking and joking for a while uh, with, with you and with Danny Pastel about doing the Sepad band, but it's it's on the cards, Eddie. Stay tuned. It is, it is. Well, that's, you know, that is somewhere where we may well be going with our work, right? Yeah, exactly. We've had some interesting discussions about this. Yeah. So maybe that's a good segue into into the the third intellectual strand of of Sepad though into desectarianization. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, because that's kind of where we're going next. I mean, this this first year has been you know all about you know doing things very tangible things like tracing the Saudi Iran rivalry, trying to deconstruct these these notions of sectarianism and proxy and things like that. But yeah, this this is kind of where things are moving now and. Um, I mean, I think, you know, if, uh, uh, you know, you asked me what I thought about this at the start of this project, I think I was viewing it in a fairly instrumental way of just sort of thinking, well, it's just ways of, of countering it or whatever. But, you know, I've realized it's it's something that's far more kind of uh, multifaceted and it can be understood in so many different ways. You know, like, I'm, you know, we've you know, talked about, you know, post-sectarianism, anti-sectarianism, you know, desectarianization. These are kind of all things that are shaped by many different contexts. So um, that's a really exciting direction and, and a really important part of, of what this is doing. So we had this event in, in April in uh, in London at UCL looking at desectarianization. I believe you were, you were otherwise occupied with your day job stuck in Milton Keynes. Um, but but it was it was really interesting. We had a range of really interesting scholars involved in that, including the usual suspects. But I I, I remember, and this this goes back to your your earlier point. Morton and I, Morton Valbion and I were were giving similar types of papers, sort of reflecting on on what we understood by desectarianization. And, and it was fascinating. We, we ended up giving two completely different papers suggesting that, that this, this one singular concept can be understood in completely opposite ways. And I think that's, that's one of the really exciting things that, that's going on with SEPAD right now and hopefully will, will be explored by others. I know there are other, other events going on around this type of thing, but reflecting on on the the way in which religious identities have been contested debating about post-sectarianism debating about anti-sectarianism or or this whole sort of area that we're calling desectarianization so it's it's really exciting intellectually that that we're, we're doing all of this we're, we're having these discussions and and i guess we'll we'll have a a uh, an end of first year official event in September at the Work Foundation on the 10th of, of September, where we'll be we'll be looking at, at these things in detail. We've got a special issue of, of the journal Faith and International Affairs coming uh, early next yes. year, I think, which is really exciting. And we're going to bring all these wonderful scholars together and and share their thoughts about about desectarianization in particular contexts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm I'm very happy to be working on that with you. I've I've, I've got a paper coming out, and that was with one of your PhD students, which is a, is a real privilege to to be doing. What's just really nice about this, and which which you alluded to earlier as as, as well, is that we're kind of collaborating across projects, and you know you re- refer to the Swa one as, as as a sister project, and I think that's really 
positive and that's the, you know, the way we need to be going. You know, we're, we're all working on similar issues from different perspectives and uh, the, the kind of sense of collaboration and, and cross-pollination of ideas is, is what makes it really exciting. Yeah, I think so. It also, it makes it more fun to do. I mean, yeah, this is this is work. This is a job, and we're dealing with with serious issues. But I, I find it it more fun to do it with people whose work I admire, people who are doing fascinating work, whose company I enjoy, and it it makes it it makes it easier to do. It makes it easier to to get up and to work through some of these incredibly difficult, complex, and often emotional issues. Knowing that you're doing it with with colleagues who are going through the same type of thing, who've got experience of doing this, and who are who are leaders in their field. Having people on board like well, pretty much everyone that that we've got on board as our fellows has been just so inspirational and it's been wonderful i don't i can't think of another way of doing this type of project i i wouldn't want to do it any other way i can't think of how i would do it but i mean this is the the ideal way for me yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, if you, I think, you know, if you have a kind of a collaborative ethos at the heart of what you're doing, then yeah, absolutely. That will be borne out in, in, in what you produce. And, and that's, that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do, you know? So yeah. Well, we are, certainly, we are, yeah. On all views, <laughs> we are broad church. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, on that collaborative front, I just, I'd want to just quickly mention a piece of work that was done by, by uh, two of the, the younger scholars involved with and working around SEPAD. And, and that was Iyad and Samira, a Saudi and an Iranian student who wrote a piece for the conversation that was by, by my account, only the second piece of its kind to be collaboratively written by people from those two states. And I think that is just the prime example of what, what can be done through collaboration and, and what we can aspire to do. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that's really, yeah. That that is that, that is you know one of the perhaps best illustrations of, of the kind of uh, hopes and, and and many you know many ways think these things are utopian ideas. You know, of course, we don't, we don't have you know kind of uh, a little bit of that. Then where are we? You know, then we're stuck in you know a kind of very realist maelstrom of, of just mutual suspicion and 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 what have you. So I think. That was a very positive thing to see, and, and exactly where you know we should be going with that, because that's that's you know ultimately what, what we want to see, isn't it? You know, exactly. Yeah. So it's lots of exciting things that we've done. I'm, I'm really thankful to everyone that's been involved, whether it's been coming to the workshops, uh, contributing in, in conferences, recording SEPAD pods, listening to SEPAD pods, sharing SEPAD pods, whatever it is. Thank you for, for your involvement. Thank you to, to Eddie. Thank you to you. Thank you to the team. Thank you to the fellows. A huge thank you to, to Carnegie, who've been absolutely wonderful. The Carnegie Corporation, Hillary and Nihal at Carnegie, um, couldn't wish for better funders they've been absolutely uh, incredible hugely supportive and wholeheartedly uh, thankful and recommend people get in touch with them and if you can work with them they've been absolutely fantastic absolutely yeah I second that all 100% <laughs> <laughs> excellent um, Eddie I guess all that remains to be said is um, stay tuned for stuff coming out in the in the next few months and the next year. We've got we've got some exciting things. Absolutely. Um, we've touched on the the global discourse special issue on on networks and proxies. A critical reflection on some of those. We've got some amazing articles coming through. We have a special issue of of faith and international affairs. 
yep. which is going to be super exciting on desectarianization. We have workshops coming up in London. We've got a second in, uh, second conference in Lancaster early next year. We've got some... Sorry, Eddie? No, I was going to say, can people... Uh, you know, we're going to put an open call out for that as well. And, exactly, yeah. yeah. That's going to be advertised probably early September. The team are raring to go for the next one. Excellent. Already. So that, that's very exciting. We've got some parliamentary events later in the year. Um, we've got more SEPAD pods coming your way. And we've got the book series. We should probably just very quickly mention the book series, Eddie. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is another exciting project. We've got all of these outputs, and it's, it's great, you know, um, very positive to have have stuff coming out so soon. So the book series of Manchester University Press, which is distributed worldwide by Oxford University Press, and that's us two and and our good friend and colleague, May. She'll be... Uh, May Darwish, we should just say. Should say that, sorry, yes. <laughs> no, no, and uh, excellent work. And yeah, and that's entitled Identities and Geopolitics in the Middle least and it's going to be a really good um kind of it's going to draw i think on, on the work that we're doing within this but it speaks to you know wider issues relating to identity politics and and contested politics in, in the middle east so um yeah we're, we're always interested in hearing exciting book proposals um exactly yeah um there's going to be a, some more information posted online on our website on sepad.org.uk and and on manchester's website as well um, yeah, it's all really exciting. We'll go, and our, our own edited volume will be part of that. And yours, let's not forget as well, a little plug in there, which will probably be the first one out in the series. Yeah, my book, Houses Built on Sand, which is very exciting. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be a good series and it's going to run for a long time. I think we've got lots of good things lined up as well. Yeah, I think so. And again, much like with everything else, this is made by by the involvement and the, the enthusiasm of, of others. And it's yeah, it will it will sink or swim on on the involvement of, of others and, and the buy in from people. And it's been absolutely fantastic thus far. Yes. Really couldn't have asked for more. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a good series. Yeah. So I guess that's about it then, is it, Eddie? Is there anything else we've missed? No, I think that's it, yeah. Just just everyone should stay tuned for the events that are coming up and come along. And yeah. Well, you know, because we are open and welcoming to everyone, people of all stripes, you know, it's, you know we, we're not exclusionary in any way. So uh, Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, keep an eye on the on the website, sepad.org.uk. Keep an eye out for more podcasts. Keep an eye out for more Hadra pieces, which is really exciting. If you're interested in writing something for Hadra, do get in touch with Ibrahim Halawi. His contact details are on the website. Um, as always, if you've got any questions, comments, concerns, let us know. Get in touch. Follow us on Twitter. Um, send me an email. Excellent. I, I guess that's it. I guess we're done. Eddie, thank you so much for your time and for all of your efforts over the past year. Couldn't have done it without you and it's made it so much more fun and rewarding and stimulating. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I mean it. That likewise. Thank you for getting me involved and uh, yeah, it's the next year and more collaborations with great people. Exactly. So until then, thanks for listening and until next time. Bye-bye.